This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by... Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. And when I say welcome back, I'm back from the honeymoon, baby. Woo! What a great honeymoon that was. Had a lot of fun up in uh, Door County, Wisconsin, uh, between uh, kayaking up on Lake Michigan in that area, known as Death's Door, to going snorkeling around a shipwreck, Uh having a, a great time uh golfing too but most of all spending time with my uh with my wife and we just had a blast together up there so for those uh for those who listen and are disappointed in us me not having an episode the last time sorry i was on my honeymoon but we're back and we're in full gear man all gas no break so let's get right into it uh, i got a couple announcements to make beforehand uh there's as a first responder, uh, there's an awesome tournament going on uh, starting on September 11th, and it's starting at nine. Uh, yeah, it starts at uh, 908. It's that's the time the first tower uh, was struck. So from and it runs from 911 to 926. It's called the Guns and Hoses uh, National Fishing Tournament, and it is open to everybody. It's from kayak anglers to to guys who are on the bank, boat guys, waders, whatever your style of fishing is. It's for bass. There's walleye. There's a saltwater series for uh, for trout, redfish. Um, I'm gonna drop the link uh, in the description, and you guys check this out. This is gonna be awesome. There's gonna be great prizes for this, uh, and for those who are first responders. It's the police versus fire. So if you're an angler and you're, you know, one side or the other, hey man, the firemen are going to win this. All right. I know, I know the cops talk a big game, but we always bring the game. <laughs> so I'll drop the link in there for Behind the Lines Foundation is the guys who are sponsoring it, and they got some other good uh, uh, program sponsors too. Fish USA, KBF's behind it. Fish and Chaos is the platform you're going to be able to find this on. So definitely give this a check out. Um, and then also give a, give us for panel and Finn. If you guys are following the trail and competing coming up is Ohio. The last stop before the uh, championship series and invitational 
and lacrosse, but we got Ohio coming up this weekend. So if you're fishing it, good luck. And if you're unaware, if you don't know, now you know. So get out to Ohio and get on the water and, and win some good uh, cash prizes from us. A uh, couple sponsor shout-outs real quick. Waypoint TV, Yak Gadget, 153, Pelican, Rocktown. Now, with any further ado, let's get this rolling. Today, we are talking about how traveling affects, in the positive ways, your mental health. And I have n- no other than the guest of, or I'm sorry, the host of Mindset Podcast, one of our newest members to the panel and Finn family, Mr. Chris Sarak. Did I say that right? No. no you oh, didn't. God. <laughs> it's uh, Sli- Chris Slivka. Slivka. Yeah, 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 you're good. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I have a Polish last name. I get it butchered every time. Oh, I know. I know how it is, man. <laughs> Welcome, Chris, to the uh, to Off the Water, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Um Having a great season so far, sitting second in angle of the year, and uh, looking forward to the next one, man. Cool, cool. So, Chris, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I, I'll give one uh, giveaway. You're another Chicago boy here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep, uh, Chicago guy up in the mix. So, basically, I uh, bought myself, um, been fishing pretty much my whole life, started taking it serious about like eight years ago. Um, finally got into a kayak this year that I feel I can compete with, and that's being a bona fide uh, RS-117. And went on the paddle and fin trail. The trail stairs first year it's uh, been here and been really enjoying it. Um, most importantly, uh, the things I focus on is probably the YouTube and the podcast the most, though. Cool. So um, I'm actually going to drop your handle right now uh, in the in the little slide here, so everybody can yeah. see. Um, and this is going to be everything from Instagram to uh, YouTube, and that's where you can find him at, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything is Chris Lifka fishing. Um, I'm really focusing on the YouTube right now, but yeah, I mean, it's all there. When you're doing your media for your YouTube, what are you using? Are you using GoPros, tech cams? Uh, I'm using GoPros as of right now. I actually okay. got got gifted a GoPro Hero 4, and then everything else is on the cell phone. Oh, cool. And it's crazy because people, you know, it's your cell phone. Hold on, buddy. Go show mommy, buddy. Go show mommy. Yeah, so you're saying, man? Yeah, people uh, underestimate how powerful the cam- cameras are on cell phones nowadays. I mean, yeah, yeah, a definitely. Lot of what you're paying for is that technology that's in the camera. I, I know these cell phones are costing like a thousand dollars nowadays, or if not more. So I gotta put it to use somehow, man. Absolutely. So uh, locally, I, I know we we've probably cross paths fishing waters uh, before coming onto the podcast. Uh, what, what would you say your strong points of fishing? Are you a river fisherman, lake guy? Um, what, what's your style, man? I mean, as far as like, st- I would say the technique wise, uh, drop shot is probably my number one confidence, but uh, I'm kind of all over the place. You know, I, I definitely fish lakes more than I do rivers. And have a ton of, ton more experience on a lake, especially around like grassy areas. But, I mean, the river. I I do fish some rivers too. I fix. I fish the Fox River a ton also. So, yeah. Fox could be tricky, man. I've had great days, and I've had days where I'm live on this thing, and I uh, zero out, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean yep. the fo- the fox is is a tricky place, but there's always fish around. You know, I, I tend to find them around the bridges a ton, whether it's throwing a football jig or or some kind of just something that just won't get snagged up into the rocks. Yep. Cool, cool. So, um, so let's talk about your podcast, man. If, for those who haven't heard, your podcast is mindset. 
go ahead tell the listeners what your podcast is all about yeah so basically the the podcast came about is you know there's a ton of fishing podcasts out there obviously we we run seven days a week with all different segments um there wasn't really a podcast talking about the mental aspect of fishing you know there's videos on it there's certain anglers that talk about it nobody actually breaks down they rather promote a lure or what they were using versus telling people how they overcame some like there's there's been a couple times this year that i have had i've had personally to overcome things and i've talked about it on the podcast you know whether it's travel whether it's you know uh in in tournament or just trying to figure out something new Awesome, and you know that's uh, and that's exactly how I wanted to segue into this, man. Yeah. Let let's talk. Let's let's talk a little about bit about this. So, okay, as we know, we can do very local tournaments. We could do online tournaments. I just promoted an online and a, a uh, tournament that you, that for some people you have to travel for. Yep. Now, I personally, for me, and I'm going to put a lot out on the table talking about this right now. So uh, for those listening, if it, if you are not of the faint of heart, you know, well, then sometimes this isn't the podcast for you, but it's geared and open towards everybody. But I will say this is going to uh, be a little more intimate than anything else. So, you know, being, uh, being a first responder, I, I, I so one third of my life, is spent inside a firehouse and I'm at pretty busy firehouses. I, I do float. I have a tendency to float a lot between firehouses uh, because of being a paramedic and uh, multiple paramedics at my firehouse. However, though, that doesn't dispel the area that uh, I'm typically in. I'm over on the West side of Chicago. The, uh, it's the worst the, of the worst, man. Yeah, between there yes. and uh, working sometimes down in Englewood too, uh, it's uh, where people see the stuff that's on the news, the mass shootings, the violence, the guns. I mean that that's that's all that's everything that I'm doing. Plus, you know, the fire here and there with it too. So when when it comes time for me to and I, and I really had to draw the brakes back a little bit on this. Um, you know, I, when I first, I, I was going balls to wall, I was competing, uh, you know, 2019 was a, I, I had a pretty great year. 2020 was COVID. It wasn't so great because a lot of tournaments were canceled and plus travel restrictions were put on. And, you know, fortunately I had to buy, buy by the rules. Otherwise I could have gotten in trouble by, at work. Uh, a lot of, all that stressor came to 2021 where we're at today. And I really had to stop and, and ask myself, what is my purpose? What, what am I doing? I'm competing, right? Okay. I'm winning some money here, some money there. Cool. A little bit of recognition gets, you know, gets my name out there, but am I enjoying what I'm doing? And I'm sure Everyone out there has to, has asked himself this: Am I enjoying what am I what I'm doing? I don't. I it's gotten to the point where I'm at work, and it's kind of like repeat, right? I know I'm going to have to do certain things at certain parts of the day for certain people's and certain for certain people and certain runs that I'm on, right? You know, someone who's overdosed on heroin. I know I'm going to have to give Narcan, keep watching their respirations to make sure they're breathing until they become conscious again. And that's going to happen about 20 times throughout the day, right? Um, I know for a gunshot victim, I got to stop that bleeding. Otherwise, that, that person's dead. I also have to accept the fact sometimes that where this person may be shot, there's nothing I can do because it's internal injuries. It's up to the ambulance to get there. For this guy to get to the OR to get up to the hospital, kids. I mean, just the other night, it's one. It's one thirty, one forty-five in the morning. There's a young mother holding an infant in her arms with loudspeaker, alcohol all over the place, smoking a joint with the baby in her hand. 
this is stuff that I see on a day-to-day basis. And like the last fire I just had on Saturday, the dad, he, or the dad of this children started a house on fire. He called the mom saying that he left all five kids on the floor. We're getting calls now saying that there's five kids trapped on the floor. I'm on the truck. I had to start searching for these kids. And in my mind, my mind's going, okay, hey, I'm putting myself ahead of the fire because there's children right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going out in harm's way ahead of a line to search for these children because life, life, yeah, where the conditions, conditions were crap. I couldn't see two feet in front of me. It was hot as hell, but I, I knew I was still safe because the fire was being contained around me. All right. But I'm still searching for children. And then when you're, when you're searching and you're not finding anything that resembles a child, you start thinking to yourself, am I, am I going over? Did I go over? Did I miss them? You know, and it turns out the dad, it was a, it, he did set the house on fire. There's a lot of fire, but he dropped the kids off somewhere else that they weren't in the fire. So there's no kids, but my whole mind was going in circles thinking about getting these kids. So now let's turn to fishing, right? After seeing all that, you know, I, I have to. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In in terms of tournament, everything that I just said right there kind of applies the same way in a tournament setting, right? I have to have this rig a certain way. I got to start looking at these certain depths. I have to start doing X, Y, and Z in order to be successful to pull five fish in order to place somewhere within this tournament. And I literally, I, I burnt myself out. I started burning myself out doing it because now I'm not enjoying what I was doing. I was, I was pretty much doing the same thing at work in a different capacity and it was starting to become too much. And so now in terms of travel and fishing, I started looking at it now is okay. This is what I'm doing to enjoy myself. This is what I'm doing to decompress. This is what I'm doing to help, you know, guys like you when you're on the wire. Hey man, let me get some pictures of you while you're in the tur- while you're in the tournament and that way I could help you boost your social media page. Yeah. You're finding your niche in here. And now, you know, my travel is to help you guys and to enjoy myself. And, you know, I, I think that competition realm for me uh, was doing me more harm than it was good. But that's my that's a little bit of my perspective. What do you have for that? Can you relate or, you know, it, it does the mindset, you know, from mindset coming from the host. Do you feel the same way? Is it different? What's your thoughts, man? I mean, it's it's kind of the same, but kind of different, you know, um, it's Tournament fishing for me has been something I've always like been attracted to. I, you, if you could say that, where I've always wanted to do it. You know, days leading up to the tournament. I mean, doing the pre-fishing work and the pre-tournament prep and all that. I feel like there, there's times where that's a lot better than the actual tournament day. You know, um, pre-fishing, I don't take it too seriously. I rather not catch fish pre-fishing because that eliminates spots for me. And so the mindset going into it is just catch five fish, you know. I, I mean, obviously it's everyone's mindset, but I don't put too much pressure on catching the biggest fish per se or the length of fish because we're in kayak tournaments. I just I just want to catch five. I want to catch my limit. And I just want to see where that puts me. I, On the water, I just want to feel by the time that tournament's over with, I've made every decision that I wanted to make throughout either that day or that week with the tournament prep and all that included into it. 
I don't, you know, I don't want to be spun out, and I don't really like listening to boat talk or hearing, <laughs> you know, because that's a big thing, you know. It, it gets yeah. in your, it gets in your head a ton, where people will sit there and they'll say, "Oh, I was catching them here," you know. I I heard it all tournament long. I was catching, you know, this whole season. I caught them here. I didn't catch them there, and then I go to a spot and I catch them like on. I know I had an instant a couple of weeks ago on the home lake. The guy, um, I just launched the kayak. I'm, I, you know, just motoring past the guy. And he's like, they're not here anymore. I haven't caught them all year. I haven't caught one fish all year. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to catch him. You know, <laughs> it's just ha- if having I, If that. I know who you're talking about, the it, it, it guy in a, in a regular boat, right? He, he's a guy in one of those um, – I don't know. I don't. I've I've seen the commercials on it. It looks like a big wheel. One of those. Uh, oh. It's a big circle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen. I've seen them out there. Yes, I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah um, if you're listening, dude, what's up? <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, like I said, I just keep it in my head. Do, do what I know how to do, and just handle handle what I need to take care of and ignore what other people are doing. Even if they end up winning the tournament, you know, at least I did what I planned to do, you know, win, lose, draw, whatever. I I just stick with what I need to do in in tournaments. And even when I'm out and fishing, you know? Yeah. Um, So let's, I mean, let's break this down and let's talk about how the, benefits to this are so i'm gonna start off like this you have a family right yep two kids and a wife two kids a wife so your kids are young obviously they made their guest appearance too yeah they they typically do (laughs) so you have you got a wife and kids right so now let me let let's run this through Let's say I I don't think are you, I don't know if you're fishing Ohio and I'm just using it because it's down there, but let's say Ohio's coming up right. So, two part to this question: When you f- know you're going to travel to a to an area to wherever to go uh, fish a tournament, what is your first thought? Is it a is it necessarily what can I do to win or what can I do to have fun? Um, well, I always, I always want to win. You know, my, my first thought is what I can do to win. And when, when I just go there and say, I need to catch five, I, I'm obviously in pre-fishing looking for the biggest fish. But if I feel after a couple of days of pre-fishing, like normally it's one or two days of pre-fishing before the tournament, if I get there and I'm just not finding them, then my goal is to get out of there, get Angler of the Year points, and move on to the next one. Okay. Yeah, but... So then, so you, you break down fishing. Now, do you break down when you're off the water where you want to go and what do you want to do exclusive to that area, or do you have something different? So my my tournament prep is uh, all Google Maps. You know, okay. I do uh, I do a ton of Google Maps searches, and I'll first try to find areas in which I will feel comfortable fishing the techniques that I know, and then I will start looking up articles or guide reports or stuff like that. To, you know, finding out what they're doing around that time of year to catch these bigger size fish. Obviously guides need to catch the biggest fish in the lake. That's how they get paid, mm-hmm. you know? So that that's majority of mine. But I mean, to say it's like, it, it's not bothersome to me. I actually, you know, that's part of the, the process. And that's something that I actually really enjoy is breaking down water. Cause then once you get to that lake and everything that you studied, you catch those fish. Now everything's put together and, it makes for an even greater fishing day knowing you put the work in. So it's paying off for you. Exactly. Okay. So now let's say it's 
it, let's say you have all that put together and now it's time to let's say you know for instance we were camp we were camping together right we're at the same campground for a little while you were hanging out with us um but for you what do you do off the water to occupy and keep you sane is there a routine is there a method can you do so can you do something uh or that's either the same or different from others to help you mentally prepare for that next day whether it's tournament day or pre-fishing like for example can you go out that on one of those evenings and enjoy yourself that evening or do you have to be straight line and arrow in order to stay focused you mean like can i go out like to eat and stuff or like do i have to have a certain routine come yeah. after, right before the tournament yeah both of them um honestly uh no i just the only routine i say i would have is getting making sure i get a good good enough sleep and then also making sure tackles done or well, not really tackle but rods are done my whole goal is to have you know it's gonna sound silly coming from tournament perspective have you know one to two rods that I know are gonna work if I could if I had the less stuff I have that I that I'm using to come tournament day the more confident I feel and the, the better I feel going into that tournament okay so now tournament is uh tournament's over, win or lose. What are you doing next? I'm forgetting about the tournament. <laughs> I don't think about it, man. You know, so I, I, I give myself that. Like, say, uh, say if we're, um, you know, if we're like this next one's, like, think a four and a half hour drive. I'll give myself that four hour, four, four and a half hours to think about it. And then I'm on to the next tournament or to the next whatever I'm going to do. You know, okay. I don't, I don't want to dwell on it, I'm not, and even if I win, I don't want to stay on that high, high level because you know it's fishing, and winning comes few and far between. Thanks. All right, and then so now you come home, right? How do you, how do you feel when you come home to your wife and kids after being out, being out there, and uh, doing everything you've done? Oh, uh, it's great. You know, it's the okay. first. Thing, it's the first thing I look forward to. You know, that's awesome. that's kind of the great thing about it, man. Is, I mean, I feel like even when people do like regular traveling or like people who travel for businesses, you know, do the business trips. The first thing they want to do is be home. And it's the same cool. thing. It's the same thing here. You know. So, do you feel that your mental health is exercised to the fullest extent? while you're traveling for tournaments and then when you come home do you feel like you're reset and you're ready to get back to life the way you were yeah i mean and obviously those three days of the tournament you do get a little stressed out sometimes you do get a little sure. i mean i feel i'm more burnt out because i'm getting less sleep you know versus versus being in the comfortable bed not really having to stress about anything, you know, you, you, as a tournament angler, you stay up and you're always trying to look up the next spot or something. I know there's been a couple of times where practice didn't work out and I'm on my phone looking up maps for a place to go to that I just feel familiar with. All but right. Yeah. Once I leave that tournament, all the stress is off and I'm kind of just completely done with the tournament. Cool, man. And, and that's, you know, that's how I, I was, I was in your shoes there. Now, um, you know, and, and I think that's the point to drive home is whether you're traveling for fun, whether you're traveling to fish a tournament, or even if you're traveling to reset. Travel has a lot of benefits, both for your mental health and for your <laughs> overall being. And it doesn't, when we say travel, it doesn't mean you have to go, you know, to 
it, you know, a, a lot of people, when you say travel or vacation, you know, they think of turquoise seas and, and you know, sand, you know, white sand and, you know, the beach and all that. And you no, know, that's, Hey, that's some people's, you know, that's what they want. That Awesome. But for everyone who travels, it's, it's a whole different perspective for you. It's about finding that next fish, right. And getting that getting that W, and if you don't get that W, those AOY points, that's what you live for. For me, yeah. I'm all about I, I'm all about experience. I'm all about the experience. You know, not now that I kind of removed myself from the tournament setting, and I'm doing more of the the help and you know uh, being in the background and doing stuff. Um, I I have more of a focus on enjoying watching you guys get out there. I could fish, but I, there's no pressure on me anymore. I could fish to catch. And then in the area I'm in, I love I love breaking down that area. So, like, when we were at Lake Schaefer together, dude, it was cool because I found some um, – there were, like, um, what do you call those? They're not, like, uh, tourist trap stores, but they're, like, uh, stores that, that have local – um products to that area right and then you know it's it's a small town it you know where we were staying wasn't you know too big but for other instance let's say like the other day last week we had a fire department outing uh and i was on lake geneva lake geneva is on there's so much to do on lake geneva from being on the water to being downtown lake geneva and taking everything in and you know knowing what's in that town and getting to experience it for itself. That's what I love, man. Um, you know, there's, uh, and I found, you know, I have another, um, sport that I take up aside from kayak fishing and, and that's golf. I also golf too. So having a balance between both, you know, it, it makes you chase that, um, you know, it makes you chase that, uh, that thrill of going somewhere new and, and, and whether it's playing a new golf course or fishing new water, exploring a new restaurant, trying something new that's local to that area. For me, that's how I, that's how I get. And, and when I come back home to this like abyss that we live in, that I try not to look at it that way, but you know, like I said, every third day, you know, the two thirds of the other day are, are great. You know, my wife is awesome. Uh, you know, we, we do so much together and, but you know, on that third day where it's, you're in the worst of the worst, you know, you, uh, you, you start truly appreciating going on these trips to bring yourself back to being centered again. And yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people miss the point, especially in tournament, in tournament settings, you know, a lot of guys are, hammer down, hammer down, hammer down, next stop, next stop, next stop. But sometime in between, man, you have to take a moment to take a breath and take in where you're at and what's going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, de definitely I agree 100% on that one. Um, you know, our little uh, campsites and stuff definitely help with that. I mean, the, the, I know you weren't there in the Michigan one, but we had a nice cookout there, and that was nice. Yeah. You know, once tackle's done and you can just sit there and relax and kind of enjoy, you know, we were right right by the lake. Just sit there and enjoy each other's company. That's that's one of the group big parts of kayak fishing. You know, yep. that's that's what you hear all the time from even the you know the top guys. They you know you're always seeing them at the campsites more than you're seeing them fishing. Mm -hmm. And you know that's and I. You know, that's a whole and I, I want to say for those who are listening right now who are getting into this, who are getting to tournament aspect of kayak fishing. Do yourself a favor. Don't be a stranger. Right. Yes. Be humble. You're new. But don't be don't be a stranger because the benefits that come from the camaraderie of this community really out i mean that's probably the biggest thing you're going to find about us is that we come from all backgrounds of life to this one event here and the just like you said 
the memories that you make around the campfire, mm-hmm. or if it's going out to di- if it's going out to dinner as a group together, um, or you know just kind of hanging out after the tournament with everybody, you know you start making friends from all over the country, and you know you start realizing that you know the person who's in first place is comes from is is the same person you know not necessarily the same person but you, you two are both human beings he's not he's not a demigod you know these the people who are in first place aren't demigods like some you know people get made out to be they're normal human beings just like me and you you know and it and also too to that fact if you are in the top three or top five take that and and you're consistent take that too you're not a demigod you're also a person interact with people you know we all love and we all make fun of ricky bobby we love we love teledega nights you know if you ain't first you're last right but here's the thing it, it gets lonely at the top if you are if you want to if you want to have that mentality Oh, absolutely. I mean, the thing I noticed being being a part of the whole crew and everything this year, you know, the very first term when I was at, you guys knew nothing about me and you didn't really know who I was. And yet you you guys were inviting. We all went to dinner together and then we had that campfire, you know, towards the end of the night. And, you know, it didn't matter who who's what or where you come from or anything. I mean, even in the top top guys in the in the kayak industry are still approachable yes you know? and a lot of those guys are returning guests on paddle and fin absolutely yeah. and uh you know and those guys are are pretty awesome so um but yeah i mean i i think the message is clear man travel travel more get your mind right and uh you know, you, you start seeing the benefits, man. There's there's a lot to do, and there's different ways to do it. You know, we do it in the way yeah. of going to water. But, I, I mean, hell, I also like just going on random road trips to, to – I, I, actually, uh, Jeff Hepman, me and him are he, – he works for the National Parks, and National Parks have a huge spot in my heart. And when I feel – when I'm in the National Park, man, it's just – it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You know, national parks are great, you know, but yeah, I feel closest, uh, but you know what, regardless if it's a national park or tomorrow morning when I'm on that, on that, uh, lakefront, you know, I feel closest to the universe and closest to God when I'm on the water, man. And that's where I get my oh, reset yeah. button. Absolutely. So. I'm same way. You know, I get hyped for any type of fishing trip, you know, even, even when I, even when I'm in a tournament setting, um, you know, I'm still happy being on the water, and it's it's more about being on the water than it is, you know, competing. Um, I don't take it too seriously. I mean, I do take it seriously to a point where I want to win, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, the main goal is to go out there and have fun and do what you love, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, if you're if you find yourself and and I, you know I'll say it again if you find yourself that this is becoming just like work reevaluate what you're doing make the changes oh, yeah. make it enjoyable for you there's always there's all especially if you still want to be within the you know the the scene of the tournaments and all that there's always something for everybody here i mean you know you just got to find your niche you know look at scott yeah. future you know, Scott was, you know, he, he does turn up, but his biggest thing is, is coverage of stuff on the water. You know, look at us. We run, we run podcasts, you know, that cover different aspects of everything. You know, not all of us are tournament guys, but we have our niche, right? Yeah, I mean, majority of us aren't tournament guys. Right. You know, so, and this is my first year doing a total, you know, trail series. I've done tournaments in the past, but this is the one kind of year where I went deep into it. But I mean, it's it's been great, man. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your uh, about your standings right now. So you're second in AOI, right? Yeah. So with you being in the AOI race, 
uh, with championship being on September 11th, um, how well do you have to do uh, in Ohio to uh, get that jump? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't really looked at who signed up or anything. Um, but even if I don't get the jump to win AOI, I will, you know, it's still a successful season for me, you know, to come into this and to be in the top five of AOI at the end of the year. I mean, that'd be amazing. I know I already qualified for the championship in that first tournament. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sitting comfortably. You know, obviously, do I want to win AOI? Yes. Will I be super upset if I don't? No, I won't be, you know. I, I already I see it as a successful season, and I'm honestly looking forward to, you know, these last two tournaments and then the upcoming next year. Cool, man. Cool, cool. Well, I'm going to actually give you the floor. Okay. And I want you to, as the host of Mindset, I want you, if there's anything, any advice you want to give listeners right now, the uh, floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, as far as, um, you know, I'm always coming from a mindset perspective. You know, the one thing I would say is I always love what you're doing. You know, like like you keep saying, um, if it gets too stressful, maybe give it a week break and then come back. Maybe give it a month break and come back. You know, don't make this a business. Make this, you know, your your lifestyle. You know, so many people are getting into this thinking they're going to get money from it uh, consistently and right away. And they're just going to be this millionaire because that's what they see on social media, you know. You gotta love it first, you know. I did it for, for <laughs> I did Hope it for sinker, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I did it for seven years without even promoting anything or doing anything, just learning it and just loving it before I even thought about doing anything podcast or anything like that. You know, um, I then yeah, I would say love what you do, man, and always be positive about it. And um, if someone either, you know, because I've had this happen a couple of times this year uh, through through all different types of uh, platforms, you know, whether someone, you know, does something to you or someone says something or you don't like the way some certain. I mean, I wouldn't uh, go back and like uh, how what's the word I'm looking for, you know, bash them or anything. Just keep moving on what you're doing. You know, it's uh, you know, it's kind of like yesterday. Actually, I'm gonna pull it up yet. I'm gonna pull it <laughs> up right now. There's a there's a post I posted on my personal uh, Facebook. Yeah, and you know, it's it's exactly what you're saying. Hang on one second. Let me go to my my actual page, and the quote is as followed. Um. So it's a picture of a mountain goat about to jump over a um, pretty much a canyon. And it's the, the biggest takeaway is this. Um, let your, and this is a proverb, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. So yeah. always, if you start backtracking, you're going to wind up going down. If you keep your eyes yep. forward, and you keep moving ahead, you are going to get where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I totally agree with that. And I always say, you know, take it one day at a time, man. You know, and forget about tomorrow and look forward to the next day. I mean, forget about the last day and look forward to tomorrow is what I meant to yeah. say. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, if if you have a dream, never give up on it, man. Yep. You know, it's possible. There, there's only there's only two things we're guaranteed here in the United States of America: taxes and death. And oh, they yeah. both come at the worst time. <laughs> yeah, that's for <laughs> sure. That is for sure, man. So, real quick, uh, just giving some shout outs to the sponsors again: Waypoint TV, Yak Gadget, One Five Three Bait, Pelican, and Rocktown. Um, you know, 
Rocktown, I was just there today, and I had to give a huge, huge, huge shout-out to Travis and Kevin, man. You guys are awesome. I needed uh, some equipment, and they right away pulled through, hey, we have it. Come pick it up. It was ready to go. So tomorrow I will have a brand-new paddle because the my paddle that I've been paddling with for almost five years uh, finally went bloop. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was going up Shit's Creek, but now I have a paddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I luckily I haven't been there yet, but I know the day's coming probably. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Rocktown, we're gonna move on to our next segment of what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? It is one sip. Everybody knows the rule. And now I'm showing you guys this cool little product that I got. This is the Yeti can cooler. So just like nice. the cooler for, uh, you know, for the cans, this is uh, for the individual can itself. Now, it's probably about 85, 87 degrees in the room right now. So this is supposedly keeping the beer uh Really cold on the inside. So as I pull it out, it's sweating on top where it's exposed, but it is nice and cold and it has retained what it was doing. So another Yeti product living up to its name. <laughs> so this is really cool. But what we're uh what we're trying today is everybody knows this company. This is Blue Moon. This is not the uh, Belgium White, this is now the Honey Days. This is drafted or it's um it's craft with real clove honey inside of there it's a low alcohol content it's only at 3.9 alcohol yeah 3.9 uh abv so very light in alcohol it's a wheat style beer so one sip i'll tell you my impression of it cheers and again this segment is brought to you by rocktown adventures all right. Let the head die down a little bit. Cheers to Rocktown. Cheers. All right. First impressions. Excuse me. Um, it is very weedy. Which isn't bad. It's actually really refreshing right now because it is, it's hot up in here, and the honey comes on the back end. I like the overall taste of it. It's very, uh, very drinkable in this weather. Uh, would I drink it every day, or every time I go to for a beer? Not necessarily, but it's not bad. I'm gonna give this guy a three and a half star out of five. So, Blue Moon, Honey Days, check it out. I got it at Jewel. It was in uh, it was in the, the beer section. So I'm sure I've seen them all over the place, and I've been meaning to try it. So, Honey Days from Blue Moon. There you go. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Bam. You got any uh, beer you want to give a taste to? No, nah, man. No, I don't have okay. anything yet. <laughs> oh good man oh good you know that's one part of the show we always do here um, so but uh right now chris i'm going to give you the floor you could give uh this is your time to give shout outs to any sponsors important people in your life um anybody who you think is worthy of being uh being called out on yeah well first is the wife for dealing with these crazy kids while I'm out of town all the time and out fishing. And then uh, I have to give a shout-out to Outdoorsman Coffee. You know, they picked me up as a sponsor without even really knowing who I was at the time. And then, um, obviously, um, Great Lake Baits, which is a bait company out of Illinois, hand-poured for smallmouth fishing. I use their tubes a ton. Trying to think of the other one. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably about it. 
I have a couple other things that that I work, a couple of companies that I work with, but not necessarily sponsored by. So, and then Rock, and then Rocktown, obviously, you know, I'm not sponsored by them, but they're a great company to be a part of. You know, as far as the Pedro and Finn family being a part of them, and that's where I got all my kayaks from. So, <laughs> nice, <laughs> Travis. Yeah. He really appreciates you going above and beyond to get him his bonafide. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it was the last one, man. Yep. It was the last one, and I was lucky enough to get it. And they worked with me on the pricing and everything. So, <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, I will say this: this was a first for the podcast. Um, first time doing, actually breaking the cycle of the format I normally do it. I am very pleased with how this went today, and I want to give you all thanks for coming on, for putting your perspective in, for hearing, you know, hearing, sometimes hearing hard truths. And, you know, when we talk about mindset, it's not all just, you know, sunshine and rainbows. It's, you know, it's about what the hard part, what the hard stuff equals out to be for the best for us of who we are. Yeah. It, and, uh, it's overcoming that, you know, for sure. I've definitely not, nothing has been came easy this year, but nope. in the end, you know, I appreciate all of it. And I'm, and I'm, st- I'm still sitting here, you know, happy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Off the Water. And Chris, thank you for being a guest. I hope to have you back soon. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Until the next time we all meet, I will see you guys off the water. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.